Hi there. Thanks for coming along and checking out Fresh Air at 5, the podcast. This is episode 56 that you're about to listen to. And in this episode, I've got all kinds of great uh, podcasts that I've listened to and things that you could and should hear. I challenge you to listen to the end. It's fantastic. And there's a little nugget of something you could take a read of if you listen to the end of the podcast that you'll find out about there. All right, without further ado, stepping in, here we go. Episode 56, Fresh Air at 5, the podcast. I'm Stephanie Howe, co-host of Get Inspired and Innovate, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Fresh Air at 5, the podcast. I'm your host, Brian Carpenter. Fresh Air at 5 is my regular attempt to exercise by walking about my neighborhood to take in podcast content, then reflect in an unedited video, which I finally post to my Twitter channel. This podcast will be a regular collection of the audio from these selfie videos. You can follow me on Twitter at Fresh Air at 5 or check out my website, BrianCarpenter.com, for other content I have created and collected. Hey, PLN, January 17th, 2022. This is the second uh, full week for me and recording. And you'll have noticed that uh, maybe last week there was only, there were two episodes of Fresh Air 5 that came out and I missed publishing, I think on January 4th or something like that. So the week of January 4th. And so anyhow, yeah, it's, uh, you make mistakes. You forget to put the audio file on the podcast, but that's okay. You know, we're human and it's all good. And we can choose to be down about it or we can choose to just go, hey, I made a mistake and here we go. And that brings me to Mindset Monday, season two, episode three, with George Koros as he talks about you have a choice. You have a choice. He talks about um, you all, he was gonna call it, you always have a choice, but uh, it's not, that's not always the case. Sometimes we are in a state of stuckness and that stuckness might be external or it might be your internal. And uh, we need to deal with where that um, stuckness is that we are involved in. Currently, I am in a, not a stuck place. I am in a choice place in my life, working at the Abbotsford Virtual School. Love my job. Yeah, is it easy for me to move from this job to another? Um, not really, because I've made a commitment to do so, but that's not the point. The point is that I'm really enjoying my work, and there are days, though, like you heard last week, that I was feeling really blah, and I had to work through that so that I could move forward. And since then, I have moved forward. I made a choice to choose joy and to see the good and to do the necessary work that I needed to do in this place of not everybody comes to class and how am I gonna communicate the learning that we did with them? So I am choosing to engage in my community as my community comes to me. And uh, you know, my 
students, the students at our school, my school effectively, it, it is kind of a choice school. It is kind of a school of last resort at certain times, but uh, to engage them fully and to embrace my one word 2020, which is presence. So being present is my choice. All right. Thanks, George. Have a great day. Bye. One more thing for January 17, 2022. I just listened to the House of EdTech 193. And Chris, Nessie, Happy New Year to you. Yes, it's uh, 2022 and we are in, uh, you know, the next phase, a uh, next place. You're in your eighth year of podcasting, I believe. And you are making such a difference in the lives of many, many people. And as you approach 1 million downloads, people, go download Chris's stuff to get that that counter up but instead of just downloading it take a really good listen and dig into what he has to say because chris has a lot of great things to say in this episode 193 he talks about micro learning and micro presentations and how we can use short snippet bites of information and share it with people around us for their learning and uh, he talks about a uh, web app called Seven Taps. And I have to take a look at it, Chris. I'm pretty excited about this because this might be a space in place that uh, maybe I can leverage for my students to do like demo slams, like three minute to five minute presentations about a technology so we can all learn from each other. Um, I do this in class, not with Seven Taps, but I use Screencastify and I turn on my camera for two or three minutes while I'm demonstrating part of a concept maybe of Adobe Creative Cloud Express, formerly known as Adobe Spark, and how I am doing a, a technique in that for my students. Then I share that with them and put it on YouTube so that they can have closed captions on in the classroom while we're in the classroom and while they're working, they can go and watch the video. My students have said to me when I don't do this, Mr. Carpenter, are you going to be making a video for that? Because I find them very helpful. I was like, what? Really? You were here and you still find them helpful. So sometimes I'll make a little video because, you know, in our times of remote and uh, blended and students away due to COVID and sickness and other things, we have to have that content sitting there available for them. We should have it available for them so that they can continue their learning at home. And so this is one way that I do it with Screencastify and YouTube to do some of these things. Thanks, Tris. Check it out, Seven Taps. Peace. Bye. One last thing for January 17, 2022. This morning, I'm wrapping up Fresh Air at 5. As you can see, it's a pretty foggy day. We've had fog in uh, the valley since Saturday morning. It cleared up yesterday. We actually saw the sunshine for a few minutes at a little bit yesterday afternoon, but it's been foggy, really, really foggy. And uh, so it's kind of interesting. We've had all kinds of weather and different kinds of things, as you know from listening to my dailies and the podcast. Okay, um, as I'm wrapping up, I listened to episode 13 of No Red Pen and EdTech podcast with Tom Mullaney. And Tom brings us are the Google level one and level two tests too, too easy. And uh, so Tom reviews and goes over his recent experience with the level one and level two Google teacher certifications and talks about the some some details in there and uh if you're curious and interested in doing that i suggest you take a listen to this podcast uh it was enlightening to me and uh the process is not as arduous as it was when i started doing this about five and a half years ago when i got my level one and they gave me a, a, a test account a secret account that was only used for the test and there's a whole lot of things to do got through it 
wasn't uh, too difficult to do for me, but for some, that might be a big challenge. It's gotten easier, and uh, but it is no less um, um, technical and demanding. So uh, that is something to consider. All right, so thank you, Tom, for the uh, update and the information. Cammy Canikins has recently written a blog uh, post about the level two exams. So I'm looking forward to reading her uh, work as well on her blog. So you can look up Cami Kanikins and she has a blog that I'm gonna take a look at as well. All right, getting ready to go to work today and loving my day. Have a fresh, great day. Get out and get some fresh air for yourself and uh, that'll help clear your mind. Okay, bye. Hey, PLN, January 18, 2022, out for fresh air at 5 this morning, and the air is pretty fresh. It's pretty thick with fog, and uh, yeah, the humidity is pretty high right now. Um, I don't know what our incoming precipitation is supposed to be. I think it's supposed to be pretty low this week, so that's kind of nice. But uh, yeah, we're just above zero, well, probably six degrees above zero, and it's uh, misty, so we're away from freezing rain temperatures, which is good, because, you know, I hadn't experienced any of that before I moved out here from Alberta. So, yeah. All right, so uh, speaking of Alberta, I just listened to Prairie Rose Possibility Season 2, but kicked off as Cami Canikins brings us an update on the projects that were reported and started in Season 1 of Prairie Rose Possibilities. I like how Cami has taken the podcast platform into schools to talk about project uh, to the, talk to the about the, with the project leads about the work that they're doing and starting and ex, and hoping to accomplish this year, and we're about halfway through the year. And she checked in with Kirsten McCurdy of Warren Pierce School and uh, talked about the makerspace that has been started. And you know what? I didn't listen to the uh, first episode in season one. I missed one of those, Cami. I'm sorry for that. Uh, but I will go back and take a listen. But I'm hearing part of the story already as Kirsten talks about how she has a makerspace and is learning how to do makerspace and bringing the uh, you know students along and having them record videos and how that didn't go so good at the beginning because she didn't provide enough instruction and expectation and training around that. And that's just part of the learning, you know, like here, here's a video camera, go make a video. Well, you know, what do you want students to do? You have to give them criteria. So that's really great, Kirsten, that you're learning about that. And then in this episode, we heard from two students, Kirsten, uh, Tristan and Corbin, and they talked about their maker maps and the projects that they're working on. Fantastic to hear. Small story, Cami. Warren Piers was my supervisor for chemistry in grad school. I'm wondering if there's a connection to Warren Piers. I gotta look that up. Okay, that's it. Gotta keep walking. Talk to you soon, bye. One more thing for January 18, 2022. Just finished listening up to Got Tech, the podcast, episode 103. And dudes, when I saw the title of this, I was like, what? You got to check this out. So I am checking it out. Listen this morning, and it was called 12 Swiss Army Knife EdTech Tools. And Nick and Eric bring the usual, a high level of a whole lot, which is fantastic. But remember, people... Your EdTech tool belt can't be too big. So what you're doing when you're listening to Got Tech is you're expanding your horizon of what's possible and keeping those things in mind in your back pocket. So as you go through, you're like, oh, 
I remember hearing about that. I'm going to go check out Got Tech, the podcast. Episode 103, it's very much like that. They have these 12 Swiss Army Knife tools where they talk about an EdTech tool that does more than one thing. Immediately off the top of my mind, just like Eric, I'm going Google Slides is one of those Swiss Army Knife tools. can do so many things. I use Google Slides for so many things, but that's when I'm in a Google space. What if you're not in a Google space and you need something else? So math teachers, check out GeoGebra. So uh, Nick talked about this uh, math site that uh, has calculators and graphing calculator options and opportunities. That's good for secondary. There is PDF Escape and PDF Candy for manipulating and doing many things with PDFs. People don't even know that you can do that sometimes. Uh, over also, there is Think Tech, which Nick is, that's one of Nick's favorites from the show. Um, so take a look at Think Tech, which is a wealth of oh, small resources and trainings and things like that. IXL, as well as for personal PDF, and also for providing an opportunity for some lessons and learning. Um, it's a, I haven't looked at IXL for a very long time, so it's probably gotten better. And uh, Tiny Tap and Jitter at the very end. Those are just a few. Those are probably about half of what they talked about. Such a rich collection. Um, I encourage you to go take a listen. Tell your friends about it. Tell your tech coaches about Got Technic Podcast 103. Bye. PLN, welcome to Wednesday, January 19th, 2022. This morning I go for fresh air at 5, I'm mixing it up. I had to drop my truck off at the shop, so I'm taking this opportunity to walk to school from there. So it'll be about three kilometers. I'll repeat that in the afternoon when I go pick it up, get my six kilometers in today, and listen to some good content on the way. So this morning, right away, I listened to Teachers on Fire episode 214 with Tim Cavey. As Tim, you bring us uh, a Spark episode where you talk about um, it's okay to be messy at the start and talking about doing work that is innovative and creative in your classroom space and having the support from your uh, administrative team to be creative in your space because it's where we take risks and we try things. That's what we want our students to do. But if we are required to have everything all tidy and in a row from the get-go, then that uh, can you know, take away from that creative um, work that we do. Consider teachers, if you have everything organized every time you start a project, do you know how it's gonna go? You might start planning that work for your classroom much in advance, but at the beginning, you don't know. My experience with that has been teaching Media Design 1112 at my school, and uh, two years ago I started that for the very first time, and it was a very project-based learning course. I taught them graphic design techniques, I taught them how to do some desktop publishing, but all in all, we were coming at some new things that we'd never done before. And my goodness, was that exciting. My goodness, was that stressful for this guy. I would stay awake at night thinking, pondering, and just consternating over how to bring the value to my grade 11s and 12s. I had five of them. And that one experience kept me up a lot at night. Well, I'm pleased to say that two years later, I have settled into the mess, settled into how I can do things creatively and how I can bring students along this journey of messy. 
more in a second. One more thing for January 19th, 2022. Still thinking about episode 214 of Teachers on Fire and reflecting still. I was talking about my media design class and how that is a work in progress. First year, we worked on a school newsletter and learned how to do desktop publishing through that. The next year, I had some veterans from that class with me. So we carried on working on the school newsletter, but then we dug into how to do podcasts. So we did a podcast last year called uh, The Junk Drawer um, Podcast by ABS Students, I think it was called. No, that's not exactly, but it's something like that. So you can look it up. It's called The Junk Drawer, and it is an ABS student podcast, I think. Okay, so we did that, and that was curious and interesting how we work through that. I think a big part of the start of it is that you gotta tell your students and share with your students that this is new territory for me and I don't know all the answers. You know, for students to hear their teachers say that they don't know all the answers, I think can be um, activating for them because they're like, well, my teacher doesn't know the answers, but we're still moving forward. You know, like, consider that as a problem-solving skill. When you don't know the answers, what do you do? Do you shut down or do you keep on going? I like to keep going because I find it invigorating and exciting to figure out the solution to the problem. Okay, so this year, um, our big learning goal in my class is to continue our understanding of project-based learning and how we can use the uh, design thinking engineering protocol to... uh, approach some things for graphic design and some problems that we have. One of them is we're working on a uh, logo and kind of a a, 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 a marketing, um, no it's not called, branding, branding for um, a former colleague and her dog training business. So that's one thing. And the next is we're taking on a yearbook our school yearbook, our first annual school yearbook. So it's going to be very exciting. Lots to learn. I don't know how to do all these things, but we're learning alongside and we're going to grow together. Thanks, Tim, for the conversation. And remember, it's messy at the start. One more thing for January 19, 2022. I just listened to episode 12 of the Control Alt Achieve podcast with Eric Kurtz. And Eric, so good to hear your voice again. I really appreciate your gentle teaching demeanor. And just, man, you just encourage us to go in and take a look at what you're talking about because you're just so crazy, chill, passionate about it. I like it. So very good. All right, so take a listen to episode 12 of Control Alt Achieve, the podcast, as Eric brings us speech-to-text tools that students can use. The first one is... I kind of think the obvious, it has to do with Google Docs and the built-in voice typing tool within Google Docs. Go to Tools menu and then select Voice Typing. You might have to enable the microphone, but that is all you need to do. Um, The second tool is an extension that can be added to your Chrome browser, and students can have this added, or probably can even be pushed out by your district, called Voice In, Voice Typing. And Voice In, Voice Typing has to do with... um, having an outside of Google Docs voice typing experience within the Chrome browser. So if you're in a Google form or other places like maybe Google Slides and you want to be able to put um, a Google, some voice typing in that, you can do so by using this extension. So that is pretty nifty cool. And also for students working on Chromebooks, there is the built-in operating system dictation tool that can be enabled under the accessibilities menu. Eric, 
appreciate it very much. Looking forward to it. I gotta go check out the voice in voice typing uh, extension right now because I think that might be a great thing. And even better yet, looking at the dictation tool within Chrome OS on a Chromebook. All right, that's it. Hey, and this is where I work. I work here. This is my building and it's an old building. We're about 94 years old this year, this building, and it's gone from everything from a high school to an elementary school and uh, through the years, and uh, now is the absolute virtual school. So this is where I work, and I love being in this place. Okay, talk to you soon. Bye. APLN Thursday, January 20, 2022. Welcome to Thursday of the week. And you know what? It's later in the day. I woke this morning and it was pouring, like really, really raining. So I'm like, I'll get my walk in later, listen to a podcast. And uh, today I listened to Tim Stevenson talk to us on Science 360, probably episode 47. I can't remember because I didn't take a look, but it'll be in the tweet. And so... He was talking about the uh, shakeup that science education needs in our schools and how science is typically taught as a set of facts that are unrelated to the actual world that we live in or so discreet that there's no connection to the students in their lives and how can we change how we teach science compared to how it has been taught. Tim, this is a provocative uh, podcast episode that I listened to. And you know, I agree with you that teaching science facts and, and things and investigating our natural world around us is actually an absolutely critical for our students. Uh, in my space, you know, being an online teacher, it's difficult for me to do that. I'd like to be in a classroom like you so I could do more of that. But uh, given my constraints, that's how I'm currently doing it with facts and tests and uh, hoping there is some relevance. I believe there is with some projects and connecting things to the real world. But uh, is there investigation? Science is about how do we look at the world and ask the questions of what's really going on here? Dude, I really like the idea about the little white bugs in uh, the bottom of your fish tank in school and how that drove your science nine class to dig in and find out what is going on man there was food webs in there there was all manner of interesting things that were going on there and that was really awesome okay take a listen to tim's uh podcast about science education needs a shake up peace out science 360 have a good day bye APLN Friday, January 21, 2022. You made it to Friday, Friday, Friday. Here we are on Friday, Friday, Friday. Okay, I'm excited because later today I'm going to be going to Manning Park Resort to uh, go play in the snow with my family this weekend. We are uh, going to go cross-country skiing and snowshoeing and uh, those kinds of things because uh, it's an opportunity that we have to spend time together. Looking so much to that. So it's Friday, Friday, Friday. Got to get through workday Friday first, but then we will be on our way. Okay, so this morning as I'm walking, I got to listen to a pairing on Educational Duct Tape episode 71. Well, 
Half of that pairing is Jake Miller, the host of Educational Duct Tape. If you haven't heard of Educational Duct Tape, you should go listen to Educational Duct Tape. I am giving you, that's my homework, to talk about this. Do you love Philly cheesesteaks? Okay, you're not going to understand that until you get to the end of the episode of why I just asked that question. If you do, make sure you go listen to Educational Duct Tape and episode 71 specifically today because the other pairing of this podcast is Mr. Chris Nessie, the podfather himself and Chris Nessie is the um, host of House of Ed Tech Podcast PD The Chase for 28 Knock Knock Who's There with the Son Miles and he's also the podfather of the Educational Podcast Network and Chris has been an inspiration to this journey that I am on as I am recording a video segment right now and then he encouraged me about a year and a bit ago to take those videos and stitch them together the audio of those and make a podcast and that is where Fresh Art 5 came from because Chris, in his way that he does it, pushed me into, not in a bad way, in a great way to share my content. Fantastic, gentlemen. I appreciate it so very much. Love it. If you're thinking about podcasting at all, go listen to this episode. There's many other episodes you could listen to. But the point is, if you're not certain to hear the words and hear what's possible, you won't even take a step in that direction. I podcasted with my students last year called The Junk Drawer, an AVS student podcast. It was fantastic. All right, boys. Happy Friday. Talk to you. Okay, bye-bye. One more thing for January 21, 2022. Okay, Jake Miller, you knew I wasn't done. I'm never done. I always got something to say. And that is to say that Chris Nessie has had an impact on many, many, many of us. And as far as technical parts of podcasting, you know, they talked about their microphones and their, their uh, oh, their fancy mics. I have a Yeti Blue that I got this year because I wanted one. Do I need one? Do you see me walking with my Yeti Blue microphone recording this podcast? Well, I surely do not. All I've got is my MPOW, I don't even know how you pronounce that um, earbuds that have a microphone on them and from that I take the video file that I record right here that I've also put on Twitter that you're watching on Twitter likely and then I put it into audacity that takes the video component out keeps the audio I go down from two from stereo track down to a mono track do some audio filtering with it that Chris Nessie helped me get set up he's amazing and then from there I put all the segments together with a little music and voila put it onto my anchor and gets distributed out to the various places so you know what it's not that hard but you don't have to go to the lengths that Chris and Jake and myself. And by the way, I am part of the Educational Podcast Network with Jake and Chris and others. And so you should go check out the Educational Podcast Network for other fantastic educational podcasts that talk about technology, pedagogy, teacher thought, things like that. And it's so fantastic to be part of this community. All right. What else is necessary? Well, for me, I just put a tweet out yesterday about the necessary things um, for podcasting. You got to be able to get up at this time of day for me. Well, that's my thing. I got a watch that I got to get up with. I got my phone so I can record, have the recording device and the walking shoes so I can get out into the nature and out on the, get some fresh air to get my podcast recording done. Yours doesn't have to be like that. I don't think that Jake has done a whole lot of walking around podcast recording, nor Chris, but that's okay. Chris did one time, he called his fresh air at night. All right, guys, that's it. I got to go. Okay, bye. 
And the last thing for Friday, January 21, 2022. Wrapping up my week and reflecting on how things have gone. You know, yesterday in the mail came to me uh, a newsletter from my PETA. That's the Middle Years Provincial Intermediate Teachers Association that I belong to here in British Columbia. And uh, our association has a newsletter that comes out three times a year. And in that newsletter this year, where are lots of great articles about First Peoples uh, practices and learning and some how to do some science and other things. And yours truly wrote an article in there called Podcasting Pro D Playlist. And in that, I talk about how I listen to playlist podcasts and where do I get my content. And I listed six podcasts that people can check out. I'm hoping it happens. It's pretty exciting to see my article and I am hoping it has an impact. So I just wanted to share that with you. If you're interested in taking a look at a PDF of that article, um, I'm going to put a link to that in the show notes. So go to Fresh Air at 5, episode 56, when it comes out after midnight tonight, and you can get a link to that article. Or you can follow me on Twitter, and I posted it yesterday on Twitter. Okay, that's about it. I've got to go, because, uh, well, I can keep talking for a long time, like you know that I can, but I'm going to go now. All right. Have a great day. Have a happy Friday. Enjoy your weekend. Do something for you this weekend. I'm doing something for myself and my family. We're going to go play in the snow this weekend. All right. Bye-bye. My one word for 2021 is appreciate. I appreciate you giving me a listen as I've created this podcast experience for you. It's a unique Blinkist or Cold Notes version of the content I take in, like a highlight reel so that you can hopefully find other interesting podcasts you may not have considered before. I've recorded the specific podcast episodes in the show notes for your learning convenience. Please subscribe so you don't miss any of my upcoming episodes. And if you enjoy this podcast and its format, share it with someone else. Tweet about your experience or give it a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Fresh Air at 5 can also be found on Voice Ed Radio. Your voice is right here and on the Education Podcast Network. Podcast for educators, podcast by educators. I hope you have a fantastic day and get some fresh air before the day is out. And take care of yourself because you're worth it.